evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the modern marvel. That's right. Good evening, everybody. Happy Thursday and whatnot, but we are going to get into a word around the campfire slash in my mind. Oh, my God, because I got some shit to talk to you about. But either way... But before I get into it, please like, comment, share, and support the podcast, you guys. Also become a first-time supporter, and then once you do become a supporter, you will get a free t-shirt courtesy of yours truly for being just a supporter. You get a free t-shirt for being a supporter, okay? And that means for being a supporter from either one nine up from... 99 cents to 499 or 99 or 999 which is either to your choice but if you become a recurring supporter for a whole year for 6 months each every 6 months for a whole year you will get a free merch every 6 months every 6 months for the whole year you guys every 6 months for the whole year that means you get 3 you can get three items from the Late for the Party store for free just because you're a recurring supporter of the podcast. And who knows what might go on in the later near future if you become a, 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 recurring, a recurring supporter after the first year. So you got to be a first year supporter. So either way, I mean, hey, check out the t-shirts on teespring.com too if you want to check out the t-shirts and the face mask and the coffee cups and all that stuff I got. I post I will post the link in the description. Well, the link will be in the description once I upload everything to my social media once this episode is over and uploaded. I said that more than once, but you know how it is. I try to do everything in one fell swoop, and sometimes it's kind of like, yeah, you know what I mean. Either way, it will be in the description once I upload everything to my social media. That is Coverboy127, that's C-O-V-E-R-B-O-I-127, and Instagram, and Melodious, that's M-E-L-L-O-D-I-O-U-S-8099, at Twitter and Tumblr, and I will link all of that to my Facebook, because all of that shit is private, and the only people that could get to me is the people who know me, either way, we're gonna get into it like this, man, alright, check this out, throw away my gum real quick before I choke on it, alright, so word around the campfire is that John Boyega well, goes off at Michael Rappaport because Michael Rappaport wants to say, and we know how Michael Rappaport control people every now and then, and I like him. I like him a lot when it comes down to the stuff that he talks about, from political to basketball, you name it, I like it. But this time go around, I think Michael Rappaport might have bit off a little bit more than he can chew in this aspect because... Not only that, you know, when you're talking about John Boyega and him playing the role of Finn in the late uh, uh, in the the recent Star Wars trilogy, the new Star Wars trilogy, honestly, other than like maybe Force Awakens, the the rest of the films were trash. Let's just be honest. 
All right, the the last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker were horrible, and I'm gonna give you reasons why. Because not only that, how the first film, the Force, the Force Awakens, was being portrayed and how it was being promoted and how it was being pushed when the promotion started out for it, you see Finn rocking a lightsaber, you know, you're seeing him doing a lot of stuff in the trailers and whatnot, I mean, with the, just with the fact that he was rocking a lightsaber, and even in the posters and whatnot, you see all of this, and it's kind of like, once we got to The Last Jedi, maybe because they switched directors and everything, and just how the approach of them doing what they did, it was trash. There was nothing good out of it. I mean, when you really think about it, the new Star Wars films were probably, to me, in my eyes, worse than, like, the prequels. To be honest, I mean, and you can't get worse than Episode 1 and Episode 2 of the prequels. And Episode 2 was horrible when it came down to the prequels. Okay, I mean, considering the fact that the first uh, episode one, to me, it got saved because the battle that uh, where you met Darth Maul and him, the battle between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, that was like the best part of the movie. That To me, that's what saved the movie. So it's like, and we're not even going to talk about part two. Part two was just so horrible. It was just... The only good part about part two was that Yoda wound up using a lightsaber for like 15 minutes at the end of the fucking movie. And that was about it. Part three was cool, but you kind of knew the inevitable. And I mean, and that's all we basically got. I mean, but when it came down to... When it came down to the new Star Wars films, and we got... The Force Awakens, and then, like, you, I mean, because, honestly, let's just be real, like, when it comes down to Poe and Finn, I mean, when it comes down to Poe and Ray, especially Ray, I'm sorry, okay, that's good that we have a lead, a girl playing in the lead this time go around, but her character was flatter than a white girl's butt, okay, it was flat, it was horrible, I mean, it was flat, they made her too OP, you know, you had to go through this whole song and dance. You had to go through three fucking episodes to find out that she was Papatine's granddaughter. And I'm thinking, when did Papatine have kids? I mean, shit, if you were going to get lazy writing in, I mean, shit, you might as well just made him, you might as well just said, okay, guess what? Ray is a fucking clone of Papatine. We, he tried to clone guys. It didn't work. Snoke was a clone of Papatine, which honestly, they you have him as a villain. You have Snoke as a clone. He was one of the unsuccessful clones. That's why he looks like a piece of shit. So instead of calling him Papatine, they called him Snoke. So then, you know, so instead of making a, a, a going with the, the chromosomes for males... They decided to go a clone for female, uh, a female clone of Papatine, which would have made more sense. And that's just coming out of my head. Okay, I don't know how many fucking writers 
that they've had for Star Wars or anything like that. But honestly, I could write a better story for, like, the prequel and the new shit. And honestly, it would have been way better. Honestly, wholeheartedly, I felt they should have went the route of the novels that were already out before they made the, this decision to, to go with Disney. And honestly, it was just like Kathleen Kennedy fucked it all up. They fucked it up, and honestly, it was like, you know, people tripping on the fact, and I wasn't even mad at the fact that, you know, for, um, for Daisy Ridley, Ridley and, um, you know, John Boyega and, and, and others to even be in the roles, I mean, that's dope as hell, but they were flat characters, it's not like, you know, they had any oomph, they didn't have anything going for themselves in all the actions that they were doing, I mean, especially with Finn, and let's just be honest, I mean, look, we uh, you look at all the other Star Wars, okay, we all had the kid in the desert, we all had the kid in the desert from Anakin, from from Anakin, from Luke, from now Rey, and honestly, that's old and cliched, and then it's like, okay, but we never really had the story of, like, the bad guy really becoming a good guy, you know what I'm saying, that's why I like Finn's story so much, because look at the situation, we had a stormtrooper, a stormtrooper betray, like, leave the storm, um, we had a stormtrooper leave the, well, the first order, and then he becomes a good guy, and then, like, and then, and then he's rocking the lightsaber, he fights Kylo Ren, and then he gets his ass beat, just for him not to get back his comeuppance, come on, I'm sorry, I'm so fucking sorry. That's a bullshit call. That's like on some shit. That's that that's that shit that they did with the Hulk when he fought Thanos. And you mean to tell me you go through all of that shit not to fight the at least get your comeuppance again? At least with Thor, even though Thor got fat, he still was able to at least fight back against fucking uh at least fight back against uh Thanos. And even with that, it was kind of like, really? Like, word? You just, wow, okay, so you just gonna fuck me over like that then. Okay, I see where this is going. And then it's like, when we get to The Last Jedi and we get to fucking Rise of Skywalker, it's like they didn't do anything. And Michael Rappaport expects you to, to expect the guy who was in the damn movie going through all the roles, all the, all the roles and everything, probably, they probably cut out a lot of shit that he wasn't even under the impression that it was, like, was gonna be in, he's under the impression he's gonna do a lot more, and then when he finally finished watching and reading a genuine article, it's like, wow, y'all didn't even do shit with me, that's like even doing shit, like, you introduce Qui-Gon Jinn, just for you to kill him off in the first one, instead of just, I mean, instead of, um, instead of making Qui-Gon Anakin's father, which would have been more plausible than you pulling a fake Jesus move with Anakin, oh, he didn't have a father, get the fuck out of here, you know what I'm saying, that's some bullshit, that's just lazy writing, 
that would have made more sense that Qui-Gon was his dad. Alright, which honestly, with John Boyega's character, I mean, that would have made more sense. It's just like, okay, he gets back together, he's wounded, he's in a coma, but then he's starting to feel like, and then, like, you know, you, you could have brought out the Force sensitivity in the second one more than in the third one. I mean, doesn't make any sense that now he's feeling the Force in the third one when it was more important for him to feel that in the second one. You know, if you're going to call it The Last Jedi, which would have made more sense because, like, okay, he's in the coma, he got fucked up, he's on the ship with... Leia, and then it's like, you find out that Leia's been uh, training with fucking Luke in the third one, which should have been put in the second one, to where, like, she could have been loosely training Finn to get to understand why he's feeling this way about the Force, and like, oh, the reason why he even betrayed the First Order, because he was like, it's the right thing to do. And so it's like, okay, well, if it's the right thing to do, why do you feel that way? Because I feel it. Somehow I'm feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So now that would have made more sense. And then, yeah, I wouldn't mind to see a comeuppance, you know, a fight of where you at least get some revenge against the guy that fucking slashed your spine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even if you wanted to keep Ray in the whole mix and everything else, you could have had them both getting trained by Luke and fucking Leia, for that matter. But did they do that? No, they just squandered away the whole concept of the fucking movie. And honestly, I feel that it was it was poorly done. It was horrible. It was poorly done. It was like they could have done so much more and they didn't do that. And you're under the and I'm pretty sure that John Boyega was under the impression that they were going to do something far more than what they did because if he didn't feel that way if he if he if that, if that were the case, then he wouldn't feel the way he feels about it now. You know what I'm saying? How can you be grateful? It's like you it's like you being on a team and you didn't do shit the entire time. Yeah, I get a ring, but I didn't do a goddamn thing to get it. It's like you earning something that... It's like you winning a prize that you didn't even earn. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how can you be grateful for something that, like, you didn't... Like, all your hard work and everything that you get put in. Or, or better yet, it's like you putting in all this work and everything just to find out that, oh, the work got scrapped. Or or we're just going to take it in a different direction. Or we're just going to do it this way. You know what I'm saying? I'd be a little livid. I'd be a little heated, too. Shit, that's just like anything with any other job. It's like, yeah, I'd be a little pissed off if I find out, like, oh, so... When were you going to, like, explain this to me? Because you got me going through all these hoops and hurdles and doing the okey-doke and all that other bullshit just for me to not be what was supposed to be? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And, I mean, considering the fact that Michael Rappaport sitting here talking about 
a nigga should be great. <laughs> well, he shouldn't say that, but uh, a brother should be grateful for the fact that he was even in the. I mean, and then he wants to bring up Benicio del Toro. Like, dude, Benicio del Toro's Benicio del Toro. He didn't even have to do the role in The Last Jedi. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even have to do that. He was just there. Okay? It's different when you're top billing, okay? Benicio Del Toro wasn't even top billing in The Last Jedi. But you got one of the three folks on top of the list who were supposed to be the active people in the movie just for you to do absolutely nothing with them. And let's just be honest. If you look at the whole genuine article... If you look at the whole movie in its entirety, so you kill off the Skywalker bloodline, you kill off the Han Solo bloodline, you kill their, you kill, uh, you kill Kylo Ren off, who is the last blood of a Skywalker and a Han and a Solo, I might add, just for Rey to be loosely going off. Oh. I'm a, what's your name? Ray, last name. Skywalker. How the fuck are you, how are you going to call a movie The Last Skywalker, I mean, The Rise of Skywalker, when this bitch wasn't even a goddamn Skywalker? She's a fucking Palpatine. So in in truth, in, in hindsight, when you look at the whole power play behind it, Palpatine won. If you think about it, Luke gone, Han gone, Leia really died in real life, so she gone, which they had to kill her off in the third one. I mean, fuck, man. Luke gone, Leia gone, Han gone. I mean, Anakin already been gone. Everybody who you deemed cared about is pretty much gone. The only character that had any fucking... I mean, then you kill off Kylo. Which, I mean, honestly, that would have been a cool little redemption story. Just for him to do something again. But you didn't do anything with him. Just for him to go out like a punk like how he did? I mean, really? Just for her? I mean, and just for her to be... And then that kiss, oh my god, that shit was horrible. That was so fucking awkward. Like, really? And then you're gonna call her a, a Skywalker at the end when she is clearly a Papatine. So you mean to tell me that, honestly, Papatine won. Papatine won. Even though he didn't do it, but he actually won. And if, honestly, if she was a fucking clone... That would have been even better for him. Honestly. Because guess what? You can't switch blood. Yeah, you got a name change, but you can't switch blood. And honestly, she didn't know what the fuck she was doing with herself. Yeah, guess what? You're a Papatine. Surprise! You're a Papatine. So, honestly... Ultimately, Papatine won. He won the whole thing. He got what he wanted at the end of the day. If you think about it. 
if you really think about it, all of the opposition that was in his way are either dead or gone. And there's no way in hell you mean to tell me that anybody couldn't see that, can't see that. Just for her to, at the end to be like, oh, I'm a Skywalker. How do you even fucking figure? I mean, hell, that's why I'm like, the character of Rey was just so flat. She was so overly overpowered to where, like, where the fuck were you getting your training from? I mean, at least with, like, Lando, and, like, even in the first three original Star Wars films, Lando did something. He was introduced in the second, in Empire Strikes Back. He betrayed Han. Then he, he, he fucked, he knew he fucked up, and then he helped, and he helped out Leia and Chewie to get out of Sky City, and also helped out, uh, Luke. Just to go back in the third one, to get in rest, just to go back to the third, just to go into Return of the Jedi, to rescue Han, to orchestrate the, him and, um, the others with the Rebels, for him to fly the Millennium Falcon... To go up and blow up the Death Star too. Okay? That's what I'm saying. They did more with Billy D. Williams, with Lando Calrissian in the second one, to all the way up to the third, well, to the third, to Empire Strikes Back, to Return in a Jedi, to for him to destroy the Death Star. And fly his original ship, the Millennium Falcon. While everybody else did something and played a role too. So everybody did their part. Everybody didn't feel like they were being alienated or isolated out. What the fuck they do with Rose? You mean to tell me that she has to be happy for bringing her in The Last Jedi to do absolute, just to have her in a cameo in the third one? Come on, Michael Rappaport. Really? Seriously? I can't blame. You can't blame him for feeling that way, honestly. Let, let's just call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. But either way, I ran it for almost 22 fucking minutes about this. So either way, I'm going to get off the horn about this. But either way, you guys, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. Also be a first-time supporter of the podcast. Check out the t-shirts on teespring.com. And I will leave a link in the description once I upload this to my social media, you guys. This is the quick fire review. So, no, this is the word around the campfire slash in my mind segment on Late for the Party on Anchor FM, you guys. I am your host, Melodious, aka Coverboy, the Modern Marvel signing off. And as always, if you're going to be late for the party, turn it up to 11. <laughs> <laughs>